Welcome to Equipus Christchurch. Equipus Church is a whole lot of friends championing one another to go higher in Christ. For more details, check out our website at equipuschurch.com forward slash Christchurch. One of the things that I love is that our church is full of amazing people, right? If you stick around for two minutes, uh, you'll discover uh, that there's so many awesome people. And these guys are going to be sharing a little bit uh, from their life, from what God's been speaking to them. Uh, and so can I just encourage you, uh, let's make it a place where it feels so awesome to speak, right? Uh, where it just feels, I love that we're a responsive people. Uh, and so this morning, uh, as I invite them up, uh, they're going to kind of introduce each other one after the other. Um, but we've got Matt Height uh, starting it off, and then Jono Olding is going to come, uh, and then Lisa French will be there, and Rach O'Brien is going to be the fourth person. And so uh, this morning, uh, we're just excited, and I uh, know that what they're going to share, uh, God is going to speak through that. And so can I encourage you, take notes, uh, whatever it is, uh, for a take-home for you this morning, just as they share uh, from their lives. Uh, just can we be people who receive that, uh, and then just kind of uh, find what it is uh, that God is encouraging us to action this week. So uh, if you can, uh, can you stand to your feet? Um, can, we, uh, can I encourage you to uh, put your hands together as we Welcome Matt to the stage. Thanks, Penny. Morning, church. How are you going? Nice, nice. Well, when Pastor Jono asked me to share this morning, he explicitly asked me to take five minutes, give or take mostly take, um, to talk about how amazing my e-group is. <laughs> no problem. I've always got lots of things to say. I may be exercising my creative license ever so slightly there, but um, I have the mic, and who knows when I'm going to get it again. So, uh, sorry, Pastor Jono, you'll find this out when you watch the live stream. <laughs> By nature, um, I love to joke around, make comments, um, and lighten the room, whether is at my own expense or someone else's. Um, it's all in good nature. Um, however, if Steph's around, my lovely wife, it's not uncommon to hear her say, just ignore Matt, 90% of what he says is rubbish. <laughs> so this morning, I'm going to try really hard to operate in that 10%. <laughs> Growing up through my teenage years, um, particularly through 10 to 18, um, we're involved with a, a small church in Christchurch here um, where I was really the only person my age. Closest would have been my brothers. And I really felt, you know, some of that in hindsight, but um, I really felt the lack of good Christian friends around me. My prayer for a long time was that I'd have good friends who were also on a similar faith journey to me. And to put language around that now, what I was really after was a community of people around me who were a similar age and stage to where I was that I could do that journey with. Fast forward now to the, the end of university. Um, we started to come to Equippers. We, we were, well, Steph had just moved back up to... Christchurch from Otago, and we were looking for a church to go to together. Um, we only went to two churches in two weeks, somewhere else and then here, and um, haven't been anywhere else since. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, 
you know, we settled and got planted in a short space of time. Why? Because it felt like home. You know, we joined a Negro, we started serving. We found a community of people that um, we wanted to belong to, um, based around, you know, similar core values and beliefs that we had in our love for Jesus. But, you know, being in community isn't always easy. Like, it's actually going to cost you something sometimes. And, um, you know, by being in community, I don't just mean showing up and attending, but by participating and investing into it. And, you know, by investing into something, not only will you be blessed, but actually you're a blessing to others. You know, it's not actually all about us, but what you actually carry, what you bring to, you know, the people that you're doing that journey with. You know, for us at that stage, we just moved out to the country for work opportunities, um, but we were invested into, you know, what we had started to commit to here, um, the friends that we were making and what we were building, and we weren't prepared to give that up. So for me, getting to A-Group, that was often an hour's drive after work, you know, after a 13, 14-hour day, an hour home again, and then four or five hours sleep before into it again the next morning. You know, so for me, the cost at that time was, was my time, resource, and also sleep, which is um, for any parents in the room. We need our sleep, man. But the value of friendship, developing support networks and community was worth that investment. And the seed that was sown then because we were sowing seed. You know, regardless of what you're doing, whether it's intentional or not, you're sowing seed. And if you are unintentional about that, you might be um, surprised about what you may reap later. So it's, it's great to be intentional about where you're sowing your time and your resource into. So that seed that we sowed, you know, seven, eight, nine years ago, we're now watching it grow, fruit, and reap from. You know, I've got a bunch of awesome friends who love Jesus. We have different interests, but we share that core belief. Because we've invested into relationships, I know I can trust them. They form part of my support network. I can be real with them, and I get to do life with them. And life is so much better when you get to do it with friends. Just speaking from experience. But also I get to watch my son William. He's forming his own friendships with the kids of my friends who are bringing their kids up as we are in the house of God. And so like my desire and prayer for him would be that you know, when he goes through his teenage years, he's got a support network. He's got a bunch of good friends with good core values who love God and that you know, they get to do life together, that they have people, they have friends their own age who are going through the same stuff that they are, that he is. You would have heard this in church before. We often say quippers is a whole bunch of friends challenging one another to go higher in Christ. And so, like, friends is, you know, a whole major part of that statement, but this faith journey is more fun when we do it together. You know, we need relationship with others and we're actually built and wired for it. Regardless of you're the most introverted introvert, you might not need much, but you still need some. 
You know, in Mark 1, 16, Jesus has just been baptized by John the Baptist. He's been led into the wilderness by um, the Holy Spirit and tempted by Satan. Right after that, he's walking along the Sea of Galilee, and he finds Simon and Andrew and tells them to follow him. And soon after, he also calls James and John. You know, these guys, along with the other disciples, were and became Jesus' closest friends. Why? Because we're made to do relationship with one another. We're made to do life together. If Jesus needed some bros to do life with, I definitely need some too, and I'd uh, say that maybe you do too. Bros or browesses. But we need to be intentional about how we approach community. You know, it's a place to belong. It's a place to grow, stretch, to be challenged spiritually. A-groups is a really good place to, to start or to get into community if you don't have one set up around you already. It's a lot of fun, but also it might cost you something. Or rather than cost, let's say it's an investment. You know, it's an investment into your future, but it's also an investment into others' future as well. You know, never underestimate or take for granted the value that you have, um, that you can, um, that you can um, impart or give to, in, in someone else, to someone else in relationship with them. And so by putting ourselves in a position to build relationship and do life together, you know, it becomes our support network. You know, when things in life are hard, because we've done the time and we've built relationship, there's the ability to trust. You know, as trust grows, there's opportunities to be vulnerable, to be open and honest. But you're also going to be entrusted with other people's vulnerabilities. But bonds formed, bonds of relationship that are forged in the fire or through hardship are bonds that are stronger. So, to wrap up, shameless plug, I do have the best D group. We've got a bunch of awesome guys who are strong men of faith. And, you know, that prayer that I prayed as a teenager is something that I'm living out now. You know, I love these guys. I love getting to do life with them. And I'm pleased to report Dave Whitaker, 100% attendance for the last few months. So at the start of 2023, let's set this year up well. And why don't we be intentional about investing into the community and investing um, into doing community together this year? So I'd like to um, invite Jono up next. I'll pretend I'm resting something on it. Uh, kia ora everyone, um, I'm Jono and um, I've got a beautiful wife Kirsty there and a seven-year-old daughter Harper just over there as well. Um, We've been coming to Equippers for, uh, since May last year, I think it was, so that's about nine months, and um, I think uh, I've been asked to share a little bit about uh, our journey, and uh, I guess how we've connected into this community um, from that period, 
And so, uh, yeah, that's just what I'm going to do. Um, essentially, uh, yeah, uh, there's three key, three key, you know, I guess, uh, keys to take and to give to you today. Um, they're not rocket science. I'm not a rocket scientist um, in sales, but I'm not going to sell to you today. Um, yeah, definitely not a rocket scientist. These are really, really basic. So um, a lot of you will know them. But my hope is that maybe if you're new, uh, if you wanted to get connected, then these might just stand out to you anyway. Um, so the first one is uh, attending. So uh, essentially, once me and Kirsty came along and we thought, yeah, we've attended for a few times, and um, yeah, this feels like a place that we should connect in. You know, we felt like this was, was the place to be. And so um, we decided we were intentional, and Matt said intentional and used that a few times as well, and I'm going to use that a few times as well. Uh, intentional and committing to coming to church every Sunday that we can. And um, for us, yeah, look, as you know, coming to church, you get to hear an awesome word, not mine, Matt, um, and, um, and, uh, and then you get to get immersed in, in, in incredible worship, which we did this morning, which I just loved. Um, then you get to have some, you know, free coffee maybe afterwards. I don't know if that's on today, but um, look, that's awesome too. Um, but what we also found was it was an opportunity to connect and meet new people. And um, so that for us is if we're there every week that we can be, um, it is a great way to meet new people. And you've got to, you know, sometimes you have to put yourself out there a little bit and it can be nerve-wracking, especially if you're the introvert type, right? Um, I'm not, but... Um, <laughs> My wife is. So, um, yeah, so it, it can be tough. And, and what I'd say to those that are, that, that are in the church, have been in church for ages, um, we met some awesome people that came up and introduced themselves. And, look, even if you're an introvert, uh, man, step out and meet those new people that come through the doors because it has a massive impact. Um, the second thing uh, is attending an e-group. And so we thought, yeah, we've got to be intentional. And once we found out that there were e-groups and we sussed out a few that were, were around. Um, we landed at Jono and Emma's, and, um, you know, it's a, great, it's a great place to be every week, and we're intentional about attending every time that it's on as well. And uh, something special about e-groups, right? Yes, you get to dive into the Word, and you get to pray and share about your vulnerabilities, and, and you hear from others, and you can pray for them, and you can get prayer. Um, there's good food often, um, but it's also a place where you can build deeper relationships that you just can't do on a Sunday morning. You know, it, it can be difficult to. And so that for us has been really crucial as well to connect and really feel like that we belong and that we're part of the community. Um, so we've loved that. Um, there is a scripture, because um, my wife said I should probably throw one of those in. Um, and uh, Jesus, uh, it's in um, Hebrews chapter 10, verses 24 and 25. And, and Paul's there really talking to the Jewish Christians to, to keep, to persevere, uh, to keep persevering. And it says, Let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. And let us not neglect our meeting together, as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. And that's what e-groups are all about, encouraging one another. And so, yeah, for us, it's been hugely beneficial. Um, finally, um, after, and this has kind of happened in this order, obviously, um, is serving. And, um, you know, I, hopefully Kirsty doesn't mind me saying, but I'm going to say it anyway, is we're both in our 40s, time is ticking, right? So we want to be a part of something that's bigger than us. We want to not just be an attendee, we actually want to help build 
something that's bigger than us. And, and I think that gives us that ability too. You know, it doesn't have to be great and spectacular. You don't have to be up here. I'd prefer not to be up here. Um, you know, but, you know, what we do is uh, we serve in hosting team, in the hosting team and welcoming people um, in and uh, to the church. And, yeah, it's awesome. We only do it once a month. So the commitment for those that are looking at it, look, just ease your way in, you know, if you need to. Um, but getting in and just doing it is, is a real blessing. Um, Matt said it's, it's a blessing for ourselves, but it's also a blessing for others. Um, Michael Jones, you know, ex-All Black, I don't know, many of you aren't old enough to probably remember him, but, um, but uh, Iceman, yeah, yeah. So he used to have that saying, you know, it's better to give than to receive, and he was a pretty heavy hitter on the field, so I can understand where he came from. Um, in the world, worldly wisdom would be to say that if you give uh, or serve, it's taking away from you, you know, and that, and that it's, you know, it is a sacrifice. Yes, I guess that, I get that, but God wisdom um, would say that it's like, it's, it's really good for you. Uh, and um, we've found that. And uh, look, I, I don't hesitate to, to say that when I see all these beautiful faces come in when I'm on the door, I get a way more kick out of that than you guys do by seeing me. So, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So those are, those are the three key areas, right? It's not rocket science, as I've said. Um, it's been hugely valuable for us. In less than a year, we just feel like we're connected. We belong. Um, there's a whole lot more connecting we want to do, you know. Many people's names I still don't know, and so forgive me on the front door, but, um, yeah, it's a, it's a real blessing. And um, I just want to say also that we haven't felt compelled or convicted or pushed into these areas, and that's not my intention um, by sharing this as well. Is Look, you know, it, that's not my intention at all, um, but we have been intentional it's three key things that have worked for us to connect in and um, to belong into this community. So, yeah, bless your church. Thank you. Oh. And we've got the wonderful Sister Lisa. Thanks so much, Jono. Um, the, um, oh, uh, the name hadn't come up yet. I was going to say, um, you may not know my name. I'm Lisa. Hi, everyone. Um, and we love seeing your face at the door, Jono. Um, oh, I've got so many things I could say. My mind's like racing. But I've been given five minutes and I'm going to do my best. Um, community. I love community. I have so many communities around me, to be honest. Um, and they're all so precious in their own ways. Um, but we're going to try and focus in on e-group today. Oh, was that my bad? Sorry. Um, so at the beginning of the year, I asked God for a word. A word for the year. And I felt like he gave me the word perspective. And one of the things I love about e-group is how it can change your perspective. We can often become the center of our own universe and, um, and uh, just focus on what's happening in our lives or maybe the lives of our household. And being a part of a community helps you to see the lives of maybe 10 other people and know that there's other things going on out there. And what's fantastic about that is you get to see the victories and the wins and God working in so many other people's lives than if you'd just been focused on yourself. Um, so that's, yeah. Um, what I thought I would do, something a little bit different, I think, um, is share just some personal, personal testimonies of how I have received. I'm 100% on board with these guys saying that um, just you being in the room impacts the people around you in positive and, and awesome ways. I'm going to share about how the other people in the room have impacted me in positive ways. Um, right, so the first story I wanted to share was just about my, growing my spiritual language. 
Um, everyone has their own story maybe about how that comes about. But for me, I was given two words and um, I didn't really know what to do with them, but I leaned in and I just repeated those two words that sounded like nonsense and I just repeat it and then slowly another word would come and then over time, gradually, this language kind of developed, but I'd never used it in a public setting before. It was always in, behind closed doors for me. Um, and being in an e-group uh, was just the perfect space to be able to practice <laughs> doing that in front of other people. It's just, um, I got this image this week that e-group is like a nest, you know, like it's safe and secure and um, it's not out in the big wide world, but it's just this really special environment where you can ask questions, you can wrestle with thoughts, you can try new things. And um, it was a fantastic space for me to just, you know, I'd heard the other women in my e-group speaking in tongues and I was like, okay, maybe I'll just do a little bit. And, you know, and, and, it, and it builds your confidence. And now I feel like I could use my spiritual language in any situation. Um, the second story I wanted to share sort of builds upon that, yeah, that trust and that um, the comfort that is built in that environment uh, when I was pregnant with my third child. I'm not really sure how it happened, um, but I'd opened the door to shame and and I was just embarrassed and I didn't want to tell anyone. And I remember Toph wanted to, oh, sorry, Chris, my husband, um, wanted to share. We were the, a close group of friends and he was like, yeah, you know, now's the time, we'll tell them. Like, oh, do we have to? And I remember when, when he told them, I was kind of in the corner of the room like, oh yeah, yeah, third baby is cool. Uh, you know, just, there was something in me that it, I'd lost my joy, and, um, and we'd, we'd planned this, we'd talked about how we wanted to build our family, but there was something that wasn't quite right, and I guess time passed, and I knew it wasn't healthy, so I took it to my nest, <laughs> I took it to my e-group, and uh, the women were fantastic. Um, I remember sharing the news, hey, we're, we're having another baby, and as you can imagine, the woohoo, that's fantastic, great, and I just start crying, making the whole situation very awkward. Um, <laughs> Oh no, what's happening here? Um, but they were absolutely fantastic. And as, again, you can imagine, they just prayed for me. They prophesied for me and the child. Um, I remember Shelley at the time, she um, just prayed against anything, any you know, mindset or spiritual elements that might affect the child. And that really woke me up. I thought, oh goodness, I've got to sort out this attitude because I'd hate for it to um, have an impact on the child. Um, and I remember one of the women just praying that this child would be the strength of our family and um, just having that network of people that it was safe to talk about and it was safe. Um, building me up, encouraging me and giving me hope back again that, that this was a good thing. <laughs> this was a good thing. Um, and, and you can't do that in all environments. Um, so I just really valued and appreciated uh, my e-group, particularly in that time. Um, that e-group ended up sh sort of shuffling and changing a wee bit, moved a little bit further from home, and I wasn't com as committed as Matt to drive an hour each way. Um, so I ended up taking a year off um, e-groups, and probably about five, six months in, I just noticed there was a, a bit of a stunt in my spiritual growth. And uh, upon reflecting the changes in my life, I thought, yeah, it's because I'm not connected in that way anymore. Um, and it was, it was sad, and it was um, challenging. And what was wonderful is, again, my husband, the, the following year, as e-groups were building up again, he thought, well, there's some people out our way. We're uh, North Canterbury, by the way. And he said, well, let's gather. Let's see who's around, see if they want to wanna get together and, and start building, doing life together again. Um, and they did, and it's awesome. And we've, we've grown since then a wee bit more. And again, like Matt, shameless plug, uh, 
our our e-group is called Unintentionally Awesome because we didn't know and then we got together and we were just amazing. So uh, we'd love you to join the amazing Unintentionally Awesome squad uh, out in North Canterbury if you're that way or if you think uh, we'd we'd have a bit of fun. Um, And quote from Joanne, if you're in the parent room, was, I had so much fun. Like, she didn't know e-group could be so cool. We're like, of course it's going to be cool. We have a laugh. It's awesome. Um, I think that's me. I think that's done. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening. And um, I would like to invite Rachel. Rachel was part of that incredible e-group that um, I've just learned so much from. And uh, she's just an awesome woman of faith. And love you so much. Thank you. There you go. (laughs) Whoa. Can hardly see there. Hey, um, my name is Rachel, and for those who don't know me, I am mum to three amazing teenagers out sitting somewhere near you. <laughs> um, I, I love community. I love what God's done in community for me and for my children. And I love, uh, you know, the scripture, a father to the fatherless, a defender of widows, is God in his holy dwelling. God sets the lonely in families. And when we came here, we were broken, you know. We had lost family, a large part of family. And I'll try not to cry, but it's really hard because God's awesome, you know, and he sets us in families. So when I was thinking about community and thinking about why do I think that is so awesome, I was like, okay, actually, it's very much like the Bible, isn't it? In the Bible, they had wells, and the community gathered around the wells. And wells were symbolic. They were, in biblical times, they were a symbol of thriving community. They represent supply and provision. They were places of encounter and places of worship. There was prophetic encounters people would have at the well. They were places of salvation. There were places of divine appointment, you know, where people got their call and, and were sent from the well. And, um, you know, but there's also this part of wells is that they were highly contended for. And, you know, the enemy would come and try to stop the well because they knew that the provision was in the well. And so when I think about what God has done for us and our family... I think it's actually at the well, it's when we've come and we've placed ourselves in community and allowed God to work in that space, to bring salvation to the things we need saving from, to bring freedom, to bring healing, to bring restoration, to set us on call and duty and mission. And, you know... It's an amazing place to be. And when I think about that, community is like you don't go to a well and not expect to put your bucket down and come up with something. And I kind of think how awesome if we come to community here on a Sunday and e-groups, but if we come with that expectation that, hey, I'm actually going to put my bucket down, which takes a bit of work, and draw it up because I know that God wants to meet me there. So one of the lessons that I've learned, um, and I learned this very on, and it's really sustained us in the challenging times, is that there's strength in community. So there's a picture of a concrete block up here. Oh, it's coming. Um, and 
you know, the thing is, a concrete block on its own is actually not got much purpose. <laughs> you know, you might be able to put a bit of soil in there and plant something, I don't know. But, um, but you know, on its own, it, it, where does it belong, you know? And then, um, you know, if we go through and you put a whole lot of blocks together, it becomes a block wall and it becomes strong. It's immovable, it has purpose, and it's held together by the mortar. And I'd say for us, our mortar is Jesus, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, you know. He holds us together. And when we're in community, we're strong, we're immovable. The things, the challenges that come, the wind, the storm that comes against that wall is not able to move us, you know. And that's what community does for us. I also love that, you know, in community... Um, and I, we've heard this a couple of times this morning, is the fact that there's us in community. If we, yeah. So that's you, you're that block there, not on me. There's blocks in the same row, right? So that's our people, that's the people we connect with, the people we do life with, we journey every day with. We have blocks above us. We need people who, who lead us, who challenge us, who... Um, who guide us, you know, when we need guidance. But we also have something to offer. And so we've got those blocks that are underneath us. And we've got something that we've learned in our journey that we can offer them. So when we came here, I had that in mind. And even though it would have been so easy to choose not to be in community, it would have been so easy to not be vulnerable. To be honest, my brokenness was showing regardless of whether I tried to hide it or not. So, you know, but um, yeah. And, but I made that choice that I wanted to mirror to my children what it looks like to fight the hard times in community and to do it. I needed, I needed my community to help and I was in a place where I needed help and I'm not very good at receiving help, I'm going to be honest. And um, so, you know, people came around us. My kids got connected into Kids Church and into Massive and then into youth and they have flourished when they've been in community and I have flourished in community. Even though I was vulnerable and broken when I was asked shortly after, like literally about a month after I'd been here, and I really thought, what do they see? Because all I see is, you know, where I'm at. They said, would you like to um, be on team? Would you like to be part of the red tent? And for those who don't know, because we don't have the red tent now, but it's like the information desk today. Couldn't think of anything more terrifying, to be honest. Like, seriously, you want me to talk to people, you know? Like, I don't know when these tears are going to start. It could be any moment, you know? But I was just like, you know what? I have to say yes, because this is what it's going to take. If I want to have a breakthrough, if I want to walk out of this space with strength, then it's going to take courage to do the hard things. And so I did. I joined the Red Tent. And do you know what? I ended up loving it. <laughs> you know? I, I, I'm not great at meeting new people. That's not probably my strength. But I love people. And that was just such an amazing space for me to regain some of what I'd lost. And God was just so good in that. Then I got to E-Group. Now, I've 
e-grouped with some incredible ladies. Like, they have laughed till we've literally cannot get up off the floor because <laughs> it's just too funny. Um, and then we've cried. We've stood and cried together. We've journeyed together. We've prayed together. We've prophesied together. We have a messenger group that goes during the week. And if anybody needs anything, it pops up on that group. And they know that they've got women in their lives that are going to stand and pray for them in that situation. They know they're not alone. And like for me, that's, that's taken away that loneliness feeling of not feeling like we're family. Because we are family. And we do have people around us if we will allow them to. And I'm so grateful. I'm incredibly grateful. I've nearly been here eight years. I mean, God's still got work to do in me, you know, and there's still places I've got to go and things I've got to do. But it will always be grounded in community. And so I would say it doesn't matter where you're at, you know. If you can make that choice to just do those two things, be here on a Sunday and be an e-group, it will start to change your life. And, I mean, it's not going to feel like family straight away. It takes time. You know, it takes time for us to let our guard down and let others in. But when you do it, you will flourish, and you'll flourish in the house of the Lord. And do you know what? The house of the Lord will flourish because it's got you in it. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, Rage. Can, can you just give these guys uh, one more hand? Do you know, the thing that I love is that they're just, there were so many people we could have asked to come and share because I know uh, so many of us have these testimonies, these stories of, of how community has, uh, has impacted us. And, and we'd love for everyone to find that connection, that space. Uh, I love just hearing the stories because I know my own journey is very similar to that, that the joy that I have uh, with great friends together. And so we want uh, to be able to help you to find that space. And just can, if we can encourage you over, uh, over these next few weeks, sometimes you, you try any group and it's not right, that's okay, right? If you feel like that was my fit straight away, that's awesome. But also there's no, uh, there's no problem in kind of trying to find the right space for you, but we'd love to be able to help you on that journey. And so uh, after the service, if you want to come, we've got the help desk, amazing Cheryl will be out there and uh, she'd love to just be able to, uh, yeah, to, to help you. We've got a, a database you can look on our app under connection, uh, there's a list of e-groups there and you can send, uh, if you're thinking about it later on and you're like, okay, I'm not sure, you wanna look through each of the groups that are available, uh, then you can send them a link to say, hey, I'd like to know of more information or I'd like to uh, find a way to be connected and then uh, they'll get back in touch with you about that. But I just, I, I wanted to finish with this. I, I love uh, that, that there's such a power in this connection. And um, as I mentioned before in Acts 2, uh, one of the things it said, their hearts were mutually linked to one another, sharing communion and coming together regularly for prayer. Uh, and uh, so what I wanted to do is I wanted us today to just end taking communion together because I know God's been speaking to you this morning and hopefully you've got your communion. You've been holding it since the start. Uh, if you don't have any, uh, the lovely justice over here would love to provide you. So just wave your hand at her. Uh, there's a few people in the middle here. Um, just grab one on its way past. Um, but 
you know, I, I love that communion is, is a reminder for us of the connection that we have in Jesus. And I love that, that community that we have here is, is enabled by our love for Jesus, right? That's the thing that draws us together. That's the thing that binds us. And that's the thing that holds us strong is that community takes that wrestling together. Sometimes it's messy. It's not, I know my e-group uh, is, is a bunch of amazing ladies and we have lots of kids who come. So it's like, it, you know, it would be nice if it was just calm and peaceful every time, but it's not because there are two-year-olds and three-year-olds and four-year-olds and one-year-olds and it's just messy, but that's beautiful, right? And that we've decided in this season of life that it has to be a little bit like that. And so I just would really love as we uh, just take a moment as the team's going to sing, uh, just in your own time, you can stand uh, with me. Uh, if you want, that'd be cool. Uh, we're going to just, uh, as they sing, I, I just invite you to just for a moment, uh, just as you take communion, just in this moment, connect with God, right? That as we take communion, we remember that His body was given for us and His blood uh, was shed for us and that we can be in relationship because of uh, what Jesus has done. And so just uh, as we take this communion, uh, we'd love to just, yeah, just reflect on that right now. But also maybe uh, you're recognizing that you don't necessarily, you're kind of coming to church and uh, but you don't have a relationship with Jesus. I think one of the most powerful things, uh, the, the most amazing decisions we make in our lives is to to come into relationship with Jesus and we always want to give people an opportunity uh, to do that so maybe uh, if you're here and, and you've never kind of decided the incredible thing about God is that he gave his son uh, as a sacrifice so that we could be in relationship with him and so uh, just where you are if you'd be happy to close your eyes for a moment Maybe this morning you're recognizing, actually, I, I, don't, I don't know if I'm in relationship with God. I, I don't yet kind of know I'm on this journey of discovering who Jesus is and, and that He wants relationship with me. And I'd love to be able to, to walk with other people, to find out more, to, to give my life to Him. If, if this morning that's you, we'd love to be able to journey with you. And we just invite you to kind of show us by raising your hand. And that enables us to, to journey and, and to speak with you, to pray with you, but just uh, to go and, and to learn more about but if that's you uh, this morning, just if you feel brave enough, you can raise your hand and I'll see it. Maybe this year you're kind of recognizing, I, I was connected with God, but I feel like I've drifted away. And this year I want to make a decision to come back into relationship with God. If, if that's you as well, if you just want to raise your hand and I'll see it, that's awesome. I see it. You can pop your hand down. Thank you. Anyone else this morning who wants to, uh, to respond, uh, just to say, God, I want to, to walk with you this year. I want to give my life again to you this morning. You can raise your hand and I'll see it. That's cool. Awesome. I'd love us to, uh, to just pray a prayer together, uh, just a kind of a prayer, uh, giving our lives to God again. And, and if you feel comfortable, if you can, I'll say a line and then you can pray it after me. But um, we'll just speak. Dear Jesus, I thank you for your love for me. Today I choose again to give my life to you. I thank you that you love me and that you've given me your Holy Spirit to teach me, to guide me, and to help me live for you. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Can we give them a round of applause? That's awesome. We like to celebrate these moments.
cool. Sorry, it's tricky to do that with communion. Kind of, kind of do it with two fingers. Uh, we're uh, we're gonna just just take communion, and as the team sings, I just love you. Just in this moment, why don't you cherish this moment with Jesus? Right, remind yourself of the incredible gift that He's given, and then uh, we're gonna after that um, we'll uh, we'll join together and have some fellowship after the service. But I invite you come along uh, to the to the barbecue, to the picnics over the next few weeks. Make a decision to uh, to connect with a group and to find a place to serve. Uh, we'd love to help you do that. Thanks, team. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Check out our website at equipuschurch.com forward slash Christchurch.